good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is, wherever you're watching. Welcome to Bridging the Gap. We're on episode number 47. 47, brothers. 47. How you, how you feeling today, man? Tired, man. Making too much money and working too hard. But I like the part of making too much money. I'm working a little too hard for it, but yeah. having a good time. Man. You're always busy with tax season. Oh, yeah. I love it, man. I love it. I love it. So what we got today? We're going to talk about franchising or franchising your business. And we're going to throw a, a basic new twist in because when you think about uh, franchise, you think always brick and mortar. Right. But with the online phenomena that you guys, millennials, are creating, man, it's just so much there to talk about. So between brick and mortar franchising, online franchising, and franchising your own business, tremendous opportunities are there. Gotcha. And when you talk about f- franchising, what are some of the benefits of franchising? Well, I, I think the, I think the first thing you got to keep in mind is that there's a proven system. Okay. You know, you, you're really paying for a system that works and has results. Uh, their training and updates that people have, and that's valuable. I mean, I think about the money and time I spend staying abreast. And if somebody just gave me all the tax money and I mean all the tax information and other things, the amount of time it would save me. So that's another benefit. It's a turnkey business. I mean, you know, once every, all the startup costs is in place, you step in and uh, you get the right equipment from the right vendors and learn how to use it the right way. Right. Then there's the brand rec- recognition. Um if you see some golden arches, who am I talking about? McDonald's. If you by chance see, um, I can't think of another one right now, but the whole thing about, you know, a Chick-fil-A, I mean, you, you can tell their, their colors of what? Yeah, red and white. You, you see that cow outside. There you right, go. You, you, know? see, you see the cow. I mean, you, you could be driving down the road in the middle of nowhere and see a cow. You think Chick-fil-A, you know? <laughs> uh, the other thing, there's a support team. If I run across payroll issues, marketing issues, there's a support team I can reach out to who's done this thousands of times mm-hmm. that will lead me. Uh, also, there's something called co-op advertising, okay. meaning that if I want to run an ad uh, at a very prime time, it's going to be expensive. Well, the national company may come in and underwrite some of that and other franchise owners in the area. So you got co-op uh, advertising. Plus the funding option. I mean, it's not like you got to write a half a million dollar check in most cases. You got to bring some cash to the table. Right. But they're willing to literally front you money, buy equipment, lease it back to you, and even let you finance the purchase out of the profit. So, again, those are about six or seven benefits of a franchise. Gotcha. You mentioned something when you said create your own franchise. How in the world is that done? Well, and that's why we always, you go back to episode, I'm not sure, in the 20s, we talk about a business and being self-employed. And we talk about the difference was having a system. Yep. I remember uh, I started franchising my first company. had about two or three sales whereby I worked a lot with churches and I developed like a 10-step process in helping churches with their accounting and compliance. And I had a big, big book. And everything I did with churches, I learned. And there were about two to three people that paid me $10,000 for that book, plus a two-day training session, because it took me maybe three years to develop that everything from the payroll part to church marketing to accounting. And I had it in my book. I had the process. And people came in. They they got the book. 
Right. I shared the process in two-day training, and I made ten grand per person just selling my system. That's a good idea. That was like an online course before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> offline, take yeah. it very offline. <laughs> but again, though, trust me. Over time, they could have learned the same thing, but I literally saved them at least three years. Uh, a lot of mistakes I made, uh, they didn't have to make. And they were able to walk in and literally start running their business the very, very next day. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty key, man. I remember, um, and I'm trying to find an email because I we went to a like a jump house or a trampoline park yeah. in Winston-Salem. Mm-hmm. And it was probably one of the urban air. Okay. And it was probably one of the better ones I've ever been to. And I went to their website and they had franchise opportunities. Yeah. And they literally... Uh, like show you the numbers uh, and everything. Like they had a uh, like a um, evergreen webinar you can attend. Um, like you see, I'm on the website right now, Franchise okay. on an Adventure Park. Uh, and it, it breaks down the numbers, how many parks are under development, the average park volume. Great. They got the financial statements. Uh, I mean, they help you with the SBA loans, but they have a whole system and process in place. And so, yeah, you know, it, because I used to always ask myself this question: McDonald's makes a decent hamburger, okay. but you could probably make a better hamburger. I know I can't, but sure, you're the cook in the family for the most part. Yeah. So, 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 why wouldn't you promote your better hamburger than McDonald's? It goes back to branding. It really does. It's just something about if I put down Glenn's Golden Burger right beside a McDonald's, chances are you're going to be out of business. Yeah. Even if you could be price competitive just because of the brand, because of the overall marketing, the brainwashing of people concerning McDonald's, the add-on benefits, et cetera. It's just a variety of things. So it's not always the better it's always the brand and the system. That makes sense. And that, you know, even the trampoline park, when you think about it, you could go in there and take all the pictures you wanted to, you could measure the square footage, you could duplicate their marketing, and you could come out and try to be their competitors. But because they have a proven system, a support staff, national recognition, uh, training, et cetera, odds are very good they're going to beat you. Yeah. But, but I do tell people, I think if you want to get into a business as franchise, I mean, here's a good example. H&R Block is a franchise tax service. Mm. Uh, but at the same token, though, and of course, we do taxes also. And yes, I've learned from them. I, I've learned the color of their packets. I've learned how they stock things. But even that, they're going to do more revenue than I do just because of their marketing, because of their brand recognition, because of their outlets, et cetera. And that doesn't mean that we don't have success with taxes that we do, but buying into a franchise system can be great. And if by chance you decide, like I decided not to buy like a franchise, here's that principle, imitate until you can innovate. And that's exactly what we've done. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Anything else you want to add on the franchise? Well, it is. It's a couple of things as we begin to wrap. You know, I go back to the very first slide we have here that a lot of people think that a franchise runs you $100,000 plus. Mm -hmm. But I tell people, you know, when you're going in to analyze a franchise, for example, Krispy Kreme comes to mind, rough numbers. The Krispy Kreme franchise franchise fee is less than $50,000, the franchise fee. Wow. The fee is, okay? So it's Mm -hmm. not huge. 
Then on top of that, the startup costs could run you as low as a quarter of a million, the startup costs. Now, of course, they're going to take their royalty fees, et cetera. But even a brand, particularly in the Southeast, a Krispy Kreme, it is not uh, a tremendous cost to get rolling. And it does have some upside. Um, even like Chick-fil-A, we know that's one of the hottest franchises. Mm-hmm. And we would even say that Chick-fil-A, this is just my guesstimation, that, that they probably, the average owner probably does maybe a half a million a year, their net profit. And that's good. But as we were talking before the podcast, it's a lot of hard work. You have to be involved. It's not like you can go to Europe and Australia and just get the chicks. You have to be there because of their reputation. Right. So when you look at a franchise or looking at, look at the franchise fee, look at the startup costs, look at the royalty percentage, look at what they're going to give you, but also you have to run the numbers because every franchise may not be worth it, particularly in light of what I call online franchises mm-hmm. and free franchises. Okay, gotcha. You got any, any details on that, like online and free franchises? Yeah. See, when I think about online, again, you know, I, I'm not the strongest in the world, but you guys are teaching me. But there are basically five things that I would look at as far as an online franchise goes. Uh, digital marketing training groups. Okay. You know, I think that's a company out there. You know, and their franchise are running between twenty-eight and sixty-eight thousand dollars, but literally they give you a turnkey system in how to market online. Mm. Now, again, if you're really into marketing and you're really to roll your sleeves up, that would be a franchise worth looking at because you all know how huge the online market is. Right. And there are a lot of courses online. But if I can tell someone I'm a franchise. I have support that's keeping me updated, et cetera. That's, that's what I call an online franchise. Gotcha. Another one that's very hot, too, is medical billing. Mm. I, I have a, a client who's a podiatrist. That's a foot doctor. You know. <laughs> I, I got a buddy about but I won't go down. He, who, he thought of podiatrist? He, he quickly, uh, a friend of mine at ours uh, who was not the most educated, but a great guy, he, he, he met uh, somebody who was a podiatrist. And he said, yep, I've been trying to get my teeth, my, my, my teeth fixed for a while. You know, so anyway, that, but anyway, and hopefully a podiatrist is a foot doctor, I do believe. Yeah, he put his foot in his mouth for yeah, sure. Well said, look at your boy, tell you. That's good, man. Make sure you get that one now. But, but the point is, though, this lady was a podiatrist, probably making low six figures. She's now doing medical billing. She has two young girls because she understands the billing process. Uh-huh. And again, it's one of those online businesses she can do at home, little to no startup costs, and she can be nationwide. I'm not sure about the worldwide thing, but nationwide, and that's a great example of an online franchise. Gotcha. Another hot one is IT services. Oh, yeah. I mean, that is a big one. People just aren't keeping up. And another big one is business services. Yeah. Uh, uh, Imagine getting a franchise where you're able to help businesses with their taxes, with their IT work, with their marketing, with funding, with accounting, and everybody came to you and you were able to provide consulting, all of that. So those are the kind of online business services I would look at. Gotcha. Another one that's pretty popular, definitely in the real estate world, is VAs, virtual assistants. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, even I know guys that hire and train them and then staff them out to others. And I got you, man. They may charge an extra dollar or two per hour, but that's their profit. 
Yeah. On yeah. top of supplying the sourcing. Yeah. You know, and all that seems easy when you think about a VA systems. But however, though, when you there's systems involved, yep. there's techniques involved. And, and when you do it and do it right, instead of charging a low end, you can be at the top end and really make a lot of money, help a lot of people and, and get a lot of people um, involved. So, yes. so those are a couple of just online franchises that you got to look at. Gotcha. Okay? And the last thing I have here is what I call the the free franchise. And I use the word franchise loosely. And we talked about it, I think, a couple of weeks ago, affiliate marketing. Yep. I, I, I just can't. I, I When I look back there, uh, affiliate marketing has come such a long way. used to be a time you would only have affiliate marketing if you had a bad product and you're trying to get help. But now some of the big boys are doing affiliate marketing. And see, and they're bringing some training and they're definitely bringing online systems. Mm. You know, back in the day, the online systems were bad, but now they have systems that I won't use the word rival a franchise owner, but ones that you would pay for. Yeah. But you get it for free. So the bottom line is this: one, look at a brick and mortar franchise. Mm-hmm. You know, run the numbers as far as the fees go, the startup calls, and the profitability. The second thing we talked about is franchise your own company. It is amazing if you're willing to really put a system in place and be there to uh, support yep. and train and stay updated, your online franchise. And last but not least, or really the other one is online franchises. And the other thing about online franchises, they're not territories. Mm. It's not like you're buying a territory. Man, the world is yours. Right. And fourth of all, again, loosely said uh, that affiliate marketing, we're about to me, that's like a free type franchise. But the bottom line is do something and do something now. Got it. Well, that wraps up episode 47 on franchises. I'm your host, Councilor Glenn. Hey, William V. Thompson. Till next time. Boom.